0: that.
1: It is time for Faith and Life to Connect here on Shine FM, and I am Scott here with Tom from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. Good morning, Chief. Good
0: morning. How are you? I'm great. Remember, I'm the keeper of the cranium. That's right. The keeper of the cranium is among <laughs> us. I've been nicknamed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we dig in today, let's. Just, can we get an update on Shelby? How are things going in Shelby? Well, Shelby, the last count I heard yesterday was that we are going to see 22 patients in Shelby this week. Wow, that's Praise great. Yeah. Yes.
1: Hallelujah. So we have a new office for Heritage in Shelby and we'll give you the contact information for all of that at the end of our time together today. Right. You can also check out Tom on his new website and you can find out all about that at Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries That's right. There we go. It's a mouthful, but it works. That's a long one. All right, so today we're going to dive into insomnia. How can sleep impact you, and what can we do to maybe uh, help ourselves in our sleep to get a good night's one in? But before we dive into it, Tom, we're going to God's Word. Out of Psalm 4, verse
0: 8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for you, Lord, only make me dwell in safety. And I think it's really important when we sleep, we do want to be safe yeah, and to have peace of mind. And and more of the show today, we'll talk about that.
1: Now, I know an awful lot of people that always do get good sleep when it comes to listening to God's word. Usually (laughs) it's Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. No, I didn't say that. All right. So we're going to dive into insomnia today. And if you're having trouble sleeping... There are several things you need to look for, so let's let's take care of ruling out what are probably, um, I guess, Tom, what you would call some of the physical causes first?
0: That's right. Number one, we want you to go see your family doctor to rule out, could it be some kind of physical thing that's going on? Sometimes illness can keep you awake. If your stomach is bothering you or high blood pressure, those kinds of things can keep you awake. And so... We want to be able to work through that and going to the doctor, if he says, hey, you got a clear bill of health, then let's understand what's keeping you awake on maybe more emotional, more, maybe more cognitive or thinking issues. Also, when we talk about physical issues, believe it or not, Scott, this could be very true. Oh, boy. You could actually not sleep because you're hungry. Yeah, So now I'm giving you permission to eat at night, Scott. That's just what I need. (laughs) That that bag of Doritos is calling me at
1: 1 in the morning. (laughs) There's another thing, though, Tom. What's that? And I know for me that happened. It's uh, being diagnosed with sleep apnea, you know, where in my case I have obstructive sleep apnea. So because I'm... um, how do I say this, <laughs> vertically challenged and horizontally blessed, <laughs> I have, I guess, a lot of fat, for lack of a better uh-huh. word, or my tongue, um, falls back and actually blocks my wow throat at right. night, so mm-hmm. I snore. Okay. Well, that wakes me up. Okay. Along with my wife. <laughs> and <laughs> so... Yeah, so putting me on a sleep machine has actually helped my sleep because it keeps that passage open.
0: There, and so you're getting it oxidated enough. Yes,
1: I'm I'm getting enough air now. I can breathe right. Yeah. And, you know, it takes a little getting used to. I know a lot of people can't do the mask. Right, And there are some surgical and non-surgical options out there now for sleep apnea diagnoses. So, you know, all those are possibilities to talk to your doctor about. In my case, I have a sleep doctor.
0: That's true, Scott. And I have heard (laughs) lately. You see the smirk on his face right now. (laughs) I have no idea what's about to come. That's a very common phrase I've heard of late. I can't do the mask.
1: And I don't know why, because it doesn't take a lot of getting used to. I mean, for me, it really wasn't
0: that hard to get used to it well, i'm thinking more about stores and restaurants and well <laughs> you know no i don't do that it's only when i sleep now what's yeah. hard
1: is flying because oh. i like to nap on the plane okay when i'm flying and i can't do that because even in a seated position right i'll stop breathing or it's hard to breathe in the pressurized cabin yeah so it's you know, I have actually thought about getting a travel CPAP right. uh-huh. to use on the plane. That's, right. that's legal, according to TSA. So, you know, that's,
0: that's a very long-winded possibility that you may look at for a physical problem for you, too. I don't like the masks either because the regular ones, now I'm talking about a different mask, they hook around my ears and that messes with my hearing aids. And if I take it off, it'll pop one of them right off my ear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now that would be yeah, that would be a problem. And that'd be very expensive. Right. But you're you're referring more so to the one you you wear at night and I'm thankful that I don't have to. If I sleep on my left side as far as I know, Kathy's never said anything about me snoring. And she also pins me to that side of the bed <laughs> so I can't roll over, which is a which is okay too. <laughs> so we're talking about insomnia
1: today on the session and physical causes are possible but you you kind of alluded to it a minute ago there could also be some anxiety produced insomnia
0: it is a very common cause of not sleeping or anxiety related issues for the individual who even goes into obsessing now when we talk about obsessing i i picture that as your mind if you took your television uh your remote and hit the fast forward button and how it kind of fast-forwards through various things that everything's kind of a blur. Well, to me, that's a good picture of what we're talking about when we talk about obsessing. Well, if your mind is obsessing like that at night and you're trying to sleep, that's not going to work very well. But what's really interesting about that is what drives that obsessing, the the fast-forwarding in your mind from one thought to another thought to another thought, is an energy. We call them emotions but that energy, being anxiety, is what creates it, and it keeps going. Almost like a an emotional pump of adrenaline. Yeah, to keep you going. And, and because when we talk about anxiety, we also talk about adrenaline. We talk about cortisol, para adrenaline. That hits your bloodstream. Well, it's like a great straight shot of caffeine. Yeah, yeah, and then you're buggy-eyed at two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know a lot of uh, a
1: lot of my students feel that when it gets around exams time, uh-huh. and they start worrying about, well, did I study enough history? Did I study enough English? Did I study enough Bible? Wow, that kind of, that kind of thing. I know for me, around fundraising time, there were a lot of sleepless nights. Okay, or hard to sleep nights because I'd be, okay, did I get this done? Did I get that done? I need to remember to talk about this. Am I ready to talk about the other? And that kind, of, you know that that kind of stuff
0: would go on. How did you actually benefit from that, Scott? I didn't. Did you hear that? I didn't. <laughs> That's right. No, you you
1: don't. And you know, that was always really hard for me cuz I'm one I I am a worrier and if I have something on my mind, I will it rehashes at night. There are times that I have to sit up and make myself more tired. So that when I go to bed,
0: I'm more likely to go to sleep. My brain just doesn't have the energy to think about it. Well, here's one real important fundamental that we will look at, and it's also part of the show today, is when you change what you're thinking, you change what you're feeling, and you have a higher probability of sleeping. Yeah, you know, that can be important right now, Tom, because
1: I know during COVID, uh-huh. there have been a lot of families, right, a lot of moms and dads sitting up at night. Right? how am I going to pay the bills? I don't have a job this week Right? with COVID. So yeah, this we're kind of hoping that today can maybe be a little bit of a help to you, maybe an encouragement to you if right. you're one of those experiencing that. In your world, anxiety can be another name for feelings.
0: Well, it's one of the feelings we have. Now, when we break it down, I've got a pamphlet or brochure of feeling words in my office. It's stapled, and I want to say there's probably four pages of it in different categories. Oh, wow. Well, When we look at a feeling, that is an energy. And that energy, we have to spend it. And and that energy is what we become aware of. There was a picture that was painted for us about it when we were in our clinicals where it, it's kind of like a potholder. How it's woven together with two different directions. Well, one of the strands going left to right would be your thoughts. And the ones that are going from top to bottom or bottom to top that make the interwo- weave with it uh, would be like our feelings. So you have a thought. You have the feeling.
1: One contributes to the other. Right. So All you can right. have
0: a feeling and it'll bring back a thought. Yeah. And then that leads you to more thoughts. Right,
1: And if you're going to guy mode, you start trying to fix things there you go as you go. yeah, yeah.
0: and you, boy, you could go down all kinds of rabbit holes.: That's true. unless we, we do something about that, unless we, we can go in our mind and eliminate what well, we've talked about, is it a physical thing? Am I hungry? What if I'm, what if I'm cold or I'm too hot? Now, you know, some marriages have a major issue with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like w- one of them, they have the covers basically off. The other ones are piled with all kinds of blankets.
1: With a flannel nightgown, a sweatshirt, yeah. and the blankets. Yes. And I'm in shorts and a T-shirt with no <laughs> blankets at all. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> never happened in our house. Never. uh uh-uh. Not for the last eight hours or so, right? <laughs> Not since I got up this morning. Uh, <laughs> So we're talking about insomnia today on the
0: session, and another contributor, Tom, is depression. One of the things associated with the depression, one symptom or characteristic of it, Scott, is early morning awakening when you wake up at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., and you can't go back to sleep, and you can... Rule out this is not a bathroom break. <laughs> so all the guys can now turn off the radio.
1: <laughs> you can hit pause now. It doesn't apply to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So depression is also an energy. The the hurt, the despair are, are feelings that can focus, they can be issues and problematic when you're awake at 2 a.m. and all of a sudden you're thinking about, the despair the uh, lack of hope that you're experiencing and it just becomes overwhelming and you want to sleep
1: yeah you're trying to go back to sleep and your brain goes oh you're up good here you go (laughs) yes you
0: can do this this
1: and this yeah yes exactly all right so those are the things that we see coming up in uh in insomnia how do we help it now? Now, let's, let's kind of go to the other side. How
0: do we make it better? Well, and Scott, this is a great idea. I, you know what? We shouldn't just present a problem without having some helps. There we go. Stay tuned next week. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be back with that in July. <laughs> no, we will not do that to you. We're going right. to have some helps here. And some of these, I think I remember us talking about before, but they're
0: things that I think are important to, to uh, bring back again. You want to determine, is it anxiety? Am I depressed? am experiencing a physical cause like hunger. Am I too hot or am I too cold like we talked about? We don't begin to determine what's keeping me awake. Well, what a great question, right? Right. And so then based on what we find out, then helping go back to sleep is taking care of that need. If I'm hungry, this is one that I really haven't tried, but my mom absolutely was convinced that it worked. And she said, when you can't sleep, you drink some warm milk. Boy, I've heard that more and more, and I never did get it. Yeah, me either. Apparently, it gives you a soothing, warm feeling inside. Made me go to the bathroom. If, so I yeah. see, not, not so helpful for sleep, you know? Yeah, well, and I guess if I ever did have a problem sleeping, I guess I would probably try it, but it's just never happened to me. Now, it's warm
1: tea, I have had some warm tea before going to bed, and it's been helpful. And I still have yeah. to go to the bathroom. And I still have to go to the bathroom, but, you know, I, I could do anything before yeah. I go to bed and still have to go to well, the bathroom. Well,
0: and I sleep so well. I'm so thankful and so blessed by it. My family would tease me that, I could sleep anywhere. And the the one main one that really they tease me about to this day is I fell asleep. It was in Columbus. We were down watching Red, White, and Boom. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Thankfully, it wasn't while there was traffic on Broad Street. (laughs) And, And we were there early. You know, and I just kind of laid down on our little territory we had. It was like right on the double yellow line, you know, because thankfully the roads were blocked. I laid down and I went right to sleep. And they're like, look at Dad, he's asleep in the middle of the road. <laughs> in the middle of the road. Then here come the fireworks.
1: And you're like, <laughs> oh, let yeah. me contribute to those. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's something here I'm going to need you to unpack for me. And I've found myself, I've actually done this a couple of times. It's listed here as the muscle flexing strategy.
0: Well, it is, Scott. And, and I would say it's my number one go-to if I can't go back to sleep when I have had my 2 o'clock bathroom Wake call. Wake-up call, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Essentially, you start with your calves. You flex your calves. You hold it. You flex your thighs, then your abs, and your arms, and you hold it for a count of like three seconds. And then you release that as slowly as you can. And what happens is it sends a message to your body that's very relaxing. I would say the the most I've ever done it was probably two or three times. Now, the origins of that strategy, if I'm remembering correctly, came from Dr. Archibald Hart uh, in a presentation at the American Association of Christian Counselors when he was talking about sleep and sleep apnea. Well, I'll be doing So I have found it to be very, very beneficial and maybe, as I said, three, maybe four times I, I did it, and I'm asleep. And the next morning, I remember, oh, yeah, I did do the muscle flexing strategy.
1: Now, let's, let's speak to somebody. Here's your rabbit hole for the day. Oh, good. I know my wife will, is occasionally one who suffers with cramps in the middle of the night. She'll get a right. cramp in her foot or a cramp in her calf right and boy it may you're wide awake when that happens oh that's for sure so how can we address that
0: maybe what are what are some solutions you found with that that one probably in the medical field cramps are caused by probably a deficiency of something that you want to talk to um, nutritionists or talk to your doctor about what what you're missing but do you know when a cramp is coming can you tell Sometimes, yes. Me too. Yeah, especially in the calf. I would not recommend the muscle flexing strategy when you have. <laughs> 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 Probably not a good time to do that. <laughs> if, in fact, it's your calves, as an example, where, where a lot of people do get cramps in their, their calves, I would say then start with your thighs, start with your, your arms, maybe, or and flex your abs and arms a little longer. So that you're not in a position where you might be creating a cramp. Okay. Yeah. With with Sherry, I know we've talked a lot about making
1: sure she has, she does get something to drink before she goes to bed, to make sure she's hydrated.
0: Oh, so we're talking she, water. Yeah, water. That, <laughs> um,
1: for her, it's usually a, a fruity water of some kind. We have a fizz water we drink. You know, making sure she's got one there by the bed, so if she wakes up feeling thirsty, she gets a drink. Right, and since we've started that, her cramps have been less and less, but boy, we're first married. There were an awful lot of three am leg rubs oh, going on when she she would just wake up in just agony <laughs> with these cramps, and I'm rubbing calves and rubbing feet, and I'm thinking I need to go back to sleep. I gotta get up in two hours right, and, oh my gosh, know, but yeah, yeah, it um, and sometimes a little bit of a rum down doesn't hurt, absolutely. That sounds like a really good topic. Oh, I, you know, there's a whole other thing in that. <laughs> All right. So yeah, um, let's talk about the, the folks that are dealing with anxiety. And I think that's probably, in this COVID time, is probably the cause of most insomnia now is, is right. anxiety. Uh, how can we deal with that anxiety? What are some strategies that we can use?
0: Well, and Scott, when we begin to unpack the whole thought of anxiety, if you're getting to the point where you're obsessing and your mind is just racing on things. And the the thing that, that again, I think becomes important, it, it's a little too simple to say you change what you're thinking, you can change how you're feeling, and you can go back to sleep. So things that, that can be helpful. Um, if I think that the reason I can't sleep is because I have something on my mind, and to some degree shelby has been a bit of that um i have on my nightstand in my nightstand my headphones they're they're like earbuds you know low bluetooth kind of thing yeah and i have on my iphone a a list of of songs uh instrumental piano soft music That I'll put on and and, uh, included in there are worship songs, instrumental ones that I somewhat know the words to. And so what I really begin to focus on in my mind is worshiping. And what happens is, see, you've changed your thoughts. Okay. So you've also changed the feelings associated with those thoughts and sleep becomes better. So music is one of those strategies you
1: can use. Yeah. I know for me that's what I had done that before before I'd really solidified my life with Christ. There was there were two albums, right, that I could put on my record player at the end of my bed and the speakers are right by my head. Oh my gosh. And I would turn the speakers toward my head. Okay. Turn up that those two albums. Oh my gosh. And by the end of the first side of an album, which was usually about 20 minutes, uh-huh. I'd be out
0: oh you'd be out i'd wow. be out
1: it worked and i would occasionally hear the click clunk, shh, of yeah. the record player turning off but i didn't care i just mm-hmm. got a nice little nap in and oh, work yeah so music was a great therapy for me and it still is you know right. and that's why we you know i i encourage you to leave shine fm on yeah i and i have heard from listeners that will use that as a nighttime strategy that helps them uh drive out negative thoughts Right. It gives them a thought process of being on God, and and, and that helps
0: them sleep. Um, you've got um list here. What are we talking about here? Well, this is a great strategy, too, because as you were saying, when it, when you were getting near the time for the fundraiser, oh, yeah. did I do this? Did I do this? Did I do this? So if you have a notepad by your bedside and you write yourself a note, make sure to remember do this, this, and this. Now, this is going to sound strange. Coming from you? No, it <laughs> will not. <laughs> I have never said anything too strange today yet. No, you haven't. <laughs> People wonder about me with ah, this comment. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is that you make an appointment with yourself. Basically, what you're doing is you're setting the time aside tomorrow. So here I've got those things I need to take care of in a list and I'm going to work on them at this time. So you send your Bringing a message that this is taken care of. Yeah, I'm not going to forget them because they have it written down. And a funny part at our house, and I'm very capable of this. I'll do strange things to help me remember. It's a memory hook. I like. I want to remember to bring something or take something uh, to work, and I'm almost asleep and I don't feel like getting out of bed. So I'll take one of the drawers on my nightstand and I'll open it maybe eight inches. Well. If my wife is up before I am, and she sees that drawer, <laughs> she's capable of closing it. <laughs> I, I have done it with to remember my medication. I've set it in the sink in our bathroom. Oh yeah, and I've she's looking at it going.
1: Why is it? <laughs> yeah, I've done the same. Now I have taken uh, the old notes on the bathroom mirror. Uh huh. I'll put it. I'll make a little note and I'll put it in the mirror so that while I'm shaving or whatever in the morning oh yeah I got to take care of that
0: yeah and it helps you remember yeah but see otherwise you're going to be up at night thinking and worried about I got to remember to do that
1: now on our on your smartphone too I know I have a notes app yeah and I'll just write myself a note on that and leave that open on my phone and when I open my phone up that's the first thing I see
0: that's a good idea too
1: and yes. I have works. another way I did it last night. I had something I gotta remember to do this, I gotta remember to do this. And I knew I'd forget. So I emailed myself. There you go. I have two emails, so I started from one and emailed to the other. Right. When I got here this morning, I opened up my
0: email and there was the note to myself. Now if I did the email strategy, I would see that email about this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> My Oops! <laughs> uh, not helping, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> See, I email and I, I that's uh, between text messages. People on Facebook have have done some kind of comment on our devotional. We're looking at forty, probably forty-five or fifty messages a day, right? And by the time I get through those, it's going on midnight, uh, and I'm asleep. So. Every now and then, i got to try and find time to do my email. Yeah, exactly. Email me all you want. (laughs) (laughs) There's another strategy I have used
1: occasionally. And when my brain won't shut off. Right. And I will just tell myself, go to the cabin. Okay. And I go to, I have this, there's this log cabin in Pike County that a bunch of us hang out at a couple times a year. In fact, the next trip is weekend after this Uh and i will put myself in a place where i have been frequently where i can i'm looking down a hill across the creek at the cabin in fall okay color trees all around it the green of the cedars beside it and i see that cabin and it helps me relax it helps me realize god is still there Uh uh-huh because that's a great spiritual retreat for me and i can then relax how about that
0: now you ready for this This, here's a new an interesting twist if you haven't thought of it you might want to try you can do that in your mind at any time. At any time? Well, probably not when you're driving down 71. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might not like the outcome of that. But think about that if you were trying to sleep and you allowed your mind to go to the cabin. That's, that's what I do when, I, when I, I try to do that. And sometimes if the
1: outside doesn't work, I'll take myself inside Uh uh-huh. and I'll put myself on my air mattress looking at the fireplace. With, the and, fly, with a good hot fire going. And how do you going. feel
0: when you do? Oh, do I relax. Isn't that
1: neat? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I can even smell it. You're making me tired just thinking <laughs> <laughs> Nap time, Tom. <laughs> Numerous studies have shown daytime naps are not a bad thing. Great. Great. I, I need to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a future show. Maybe we can talk about the power of napping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> Interesting. So. Yeah. All right. So, Tom, we've talked about a lot of things here today, and maybe there are people that are having trouble sleeping. And maybe they've gone to see their doctor, maybe right. they've tried a couple of things, and it's just not working. Maybe it's time to check out what's going on with right. the king of the king of the cranium. Yeah, <laughs> and get underneath the
0: hood and see what's really might be That's what right. might
1: be triggering your insomnia.
0: Yeah, um, how can I get a hold of you to chat? Well, Scott, I can be reached at 5523 Now the fun begins. The number in Ashland <laughs> it is four one nine four nine six zero zero. Zero seven. Very good. And your new number in Shelby? It is 567 <laughs> 844 four. Zero, zero, 0036. There you go. Well done.
1: <laughs> and Tom now has a new website for you to go to. It is now, and it will encompass all three areas. And it is Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries.com. Yes. Thanks for joining us today on the session.